0: There we go, a song that you'll not hear on Z1077. You know why? Why? Because that poor lady, I shouldn't say poor lady, she's actually a very nice lady. I've talked with her before. Amy Lenson is a very talented artist. She can't get her songs played on any of the big stations, so she emails me and I put her song on the air.
1: Really? I, I thought other stations were playing that song because it's lovely.
0: Nope, it's us, just us. Just, us. just Just like the Harlow song, which is was sad. Yes. That was that was a great song. It was never we it was never played at any other station in St. Louis other than us. Isn't that I, I, you know I, I that's there's a book that was written years ago, and I can't remember the name of the book. It was something like Winner Takes All. And uh, the, the the topic of the book was as as America becomes more consolidated and becomes more nationalized. I don't mean national like as in, you know, like a political term. But in other words, the idea being is that back in the day, you had a lot of regional businesses and a lot of regional products. You know, you had, you, like, for example, you still have some of them. Like, what is it? There's there's a chili that is in Cincinnati. And, you know, like we talked about this the other day when we talked about Noggles. we talked about it yesterday. Noggles used to be in St. Louis, the Mexican place, which I love their hamburgers. But uh, they were only in like five or six states around the country. And a lot of times, though, those those companies don't survive because it's tough to essentially, you know, you have to have like national share. Anyway, the point of the book was that, and the example they use was that if you go back a hundred years, like back in you know in the late teens and early twenties, and even back in the late eighteen hundreds, there were thousands, tens of thousands of musicians that that every city had a whole bunch of musicians. And because of the fact that there were local musicians who were who were hits, if you know, if you lived in New York City, you went to the so and so, and you watched Mister So and So. But yet, Mister So and So wasn't in St. Louis because there wasn't. I mean, he could he could get on the train, but it wasn't like today where you know, like these groups that tour the country, you know, like they'll be in kansas city on on friday and they're they're out, out of riverport on saturday and then they'll be you know in in um, uh, cincinnati on sunday you know what i mean they're they have this very elaborate system where they set up where they transport things and some of the stuff they fly some of the goes by truck the idea being is that back you go back 100 years ago there were a bunch of musicians who were making a living being a musician nowadays there are very few people who could make a living make being a musician like in the St. And L- they're all in Nashville. Well, no, no, no. In St. Louis, there are there are a bunch of musicians, but most of them can't make a living at it. Most of them have have a day job, and all you have to do is just go out to like guitar center or someplace where a lot of you know professional musicians buy their equipment and talk to some of the guys. And I have. And, you know, they're gigging on Friday and Saturday night. They're playing a bar here. They're playing, you know, something like that. Sort of like what used to be out at the casinos. You don't have as much anymore. But like what the Bottleneck Blues Bar out at Maristar used to have yep. all sorts of local musicians out there play all the time. I don't know if they have anybody anymore. I mean, have you, have, have you been out to that casino in a while? I haven't. I used to love going to that casino. Just to people watch.
1: So why don't you do it anymore? I don't know. I
0: haven't been there probably in two years. I still, what well, part of bets it was, bets off, part of it was, bets off. no, part of it was COVID. I'm, I'm not a better. I'm, I'm, see, that's one vice I don't have. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Trixie Delight, I always lose the world's smartest the woman, the big
1: loser, the big L yeah, on my forehead.
0: The smartest woman in the world just sent me Trixie Delight. There's another example, but and I don't even know if they can make a full time gig out of it. You know, you know, who I who I know a she's couple, she's pretty busy though. Yeah, but once again, what think about it back in the day, if you go back a hundred years. And and to a certain extent, you know, it's killed a lot of musicians. What DJs used, to, but but see, and and I have to tell you that I was part of that revolution. I started DJing weddings back in the seventies. How, how old am I? I'm an old guy. Okay, and part of the problem was, you know, why people started using DJs. Why the bands got out of control for weddings, to the point where. They would, you know, they would say, okay, these, this is the music we play. And the bride and groom would go, we don't like, you know, they'd show them these are the songs. Because you know, when you're in a band, you learn certain songs. You just can't play anything. Right. You, know, you, you learn certain songs. And they say, these are the songs we play. Well, can you play this song? No, we don't know that song. That's problem number one. Problem number two was. Who doesn't know Disco Duck? No, 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 no. But a lot of come on, Trixie delight. You think they can do Disco Duck? I bet
1: you they could. Do you think
0: Doctor Javegas? Everybody
1: loves Disco Duck. Most
0: people know what the hell it is. Do you think Doctor Javegas could do Disco Duck? I don't think so. Or the Chicken Dance? (laughs) Oh, but oh, you're 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 polluting my point, which you do very well. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. I'm a polluter. <laughs>
0: no, no, but okay, number one was they don't know all the music that the bride and groom want. This is the problem with bands. Number two is they take too many breaks. And number three, they would cost the bride and groom because most bands would want a table. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. They want a table, and they want to be able to invite their girlfriends our wives or whatever, or both of them, you know, wives and girlfriends. And they and once again, if you go to most banquet centers, they charge per Per person. So in other words, you're paying the band, and then you're paying the band to eat. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So so when we started DJing, it sort of revolutionized things because of the fact that people going, oh my God, because they would tell us ahead of time, okay, I want this song, this song, this song. We get the records. Back in the day, we had records. And we wouldn't take breaks. We'd play all the way through. We play background music during during dinner and when you know, we'd do we'd handle the you know, the you know, the throwing of the corsage and the bouquet and blah 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 and the garter, you know, pull and all that kind of stuff. And then we get down to dancing and having fun and blah 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 blah. So in other words, we went nonstop. We didn't stop, you know. And the only time we ever ate was if we were invited to eat. If the bride or the groom or somebody, you know, like the bride's father, hey, there's lots of food, you grab a plate. We go eat; otherwise, we wouldn't eat. So you know, and that was
1: I told and everybody's you. like, and I am DJ Radiation.
0: <laughs> I told you we did one. I did <laughs> it. I did it long enough where we did one woman's wedding three times. Three times. It and it was funny. I it was. I remember you saying that. It was. Hold on a minute. Who is this? Hold on a minute. Here, here. I'm gonna do this over here. This is one of the calls I get all the time. That's what I get. Hello. I get that call like three or four times a day, and if you, the smartest woman, says no one throws corsages. Well, maybe the weddings you go to they don't, but the ones I did, they do. They threw everything. Matter of fact, sometimes they throw the they throw the groom. They pick them up and throw them. Okay, just for grins, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I shouldn't do here. I'm gonna What's go. That? I'm gonna call There's back. There's
1: always so I'm, many choices when you say something. like that. I'm gonna that.
0: call back this number. I get this. This is the same number comes up all the time. Three, four, five times a day, I get the same call. Okay, here we go. Let's see what this number is. Okay, I bet you it's a, It's not even. It's not. A, it's not a working number. Oh, that's ringing.
1: Call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.
0: Six three six four three two. Now, hold it. It's interesting because that's not the number that comes up. I have no idea. What, and I get calls all day long on that number. 636-978-1015. You want to call that number. I have no idea who that is. They call me morning, noon, and night, 2 or 3 so o'clock in the morning. Somebody
1: probably spoofed their number and you're sitting there calling back an innocent bystander at 6 o'clock in the morning.
0: Well, they call me at two o'clock in the morning. So what well, difference? Somebody is...
1: spoofed their number.
0: No, it, it was refor- And it
1: and it's like uh, it was
0: forwarded to another you number.
1: Four thirty in. Uh...
0: <laughs> They're in Los Angeles, is what you're telling me.
1: No, <laughs> it's like four thirty in India.
0: Oh, we got Bob out of bed. I don't think it's four thirty in India. It's I'm... Steve. Oh, uh, Steve, Steve is Bob and Steve. Those are the two Indian dudes that work the call centers <laughs> all the Peter. time. No, no, it's not Peter. It's always Bob. It's Bob or Steve. You you know you know the interesting ones. I, I you know, and what's so interesting about this, this is a perfect example why our government can't do anything anymore. They they talk about, you know, oh there's the spam list and you know they're gonna find you for blah blah blah. Because all these guys are using offshore offshore servers that's how they're doing all this they're doing they're doing the ip numbers and they're sitting somewhere and the ones i get all the time and i don't know if i have a phony voice or something like that but hi this is jenny and i'm calling about your student loan you get those no i get that one probably 10 times a day
1: i don't really I, get I, calls I'm not, that much oh, what i, get I the, do get is spam tax
0: no i get i get the calls and like here's a perfect example hi this is jenny and she's she's artificial intelligence i'm calling about your student loan do you still owe money on that student loan and there's a i say yes i do well and we can help you out we're xyz student loan consolidators and we can make that student loan go bye-bye would that interest you yes it would. Would you like to speak to someone? Yes, I would. Okay, hold on a minute. You hear the phone ringing. Hi, this is Joe from Student Loan Consolidation. Hey, Joe, can I find out about student loans? Click, and they hang up on me. Now, why did they do that? Do I sound like I'm a prankster?
1: No, because they're telling you a big, fat lie. And then when you really wanted to um, talk to them about it, they shut down.
0: Are are the ones that are the automated ones like like... <laughs> there used to be a guy that taught it. Like the it.
1: police, Fraternal Order of Police.
0: There, yeah, well, there used to be there used to be a guy that would that would teach this course on how to do phone sales, and you know what the first thing you did was. And once again He this, made you say yes. Exactly. This is this is going back in the day when there was a theory that if you if you're a salesperson, you can get someone to say yes, I think the number was six times you can sell them. So the first time the guy would say, and I used to get these calls from these stockbrokers in New York all the time, working in these boiler rooms. You remember see that, remember that movie Boiler Room? I think it was, what it was called.
1: I never have seen that, no.
0: Anyway there was these guys working the phones and they're trying to sell you stocks. It's sort of like if, you, if you've ever seen the movie Wolf of Wall Street, same kind of yes. deal. They're, they're, in a, they're in a room and they're just making phone calls and they're dialing for dollars, okay? And the first thing they'd say, hi, Brad, can you hear me? And what do you say? If you hear them, you go, yes. And I already say no. And it would throw them off because of the fact that they, they asked me a question. You messed up
1: their algorithm.
0: Well, no, they asked me a question, and I gave them the answer they didn't expect. Because if someone says, can you hear me? And you said no, you're being you're essentially being hypocritical or a liar because if you can answer the question you heard them right so that's yes, that's why they yes. always ask that question they ask can you hear me and if you say yes you, you know you that you got number or yes and then the next question was like hey brad how would you like to have more money in your bank account would you like that who's gonna say no nah, i got enough money <laughs> yeah i want more money hey and do you want to work hard you want to work easy you want to work easy don't you Yes, I do. So that was like, yes, question number three. Well, Brad, you want to go out with Miss America, don't you? You don't want that shabby wife you've got. You want to go out with Miss America, right? Yes, of course I do. I don't want that shabby wife. So we're up to yes, number five, You know, yes, number four. And every night, you don't want to eat frozen pizza. You want to eat steak, don't you, Brad? Yes, I want to eat steak. Well, you know, and, and you don't want to be driving in that beater hoopty you drive. You want to drive in a new Ferrari, don't you, Brad? Yes, I do. So they had my six yeses. Okay, well. You want our stock. Here's our stock. It's XYZ. And yesterday it was at 22. Today it's going to go to 48. You're going to double your money in one day. Does that sound like, sound like a good deal to you, Brad? Yes. So I'm up to sevens yeses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I. Yes. Can you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I should say yes. Can you tell I've had this done to me a few times? A I bit. I know the routine. It's to the point where it's like, okay, whatever, you know. but and, and, and never mind. It's like, it's like Mr. Kidney all over again. Okay. Stop it. Nobody knows who that is. Everybody knows. Nobody who that knows is. who that is. Nobody. Absolutely positively nobody knows who that is. Okay. Coming up, we'll find out about Dave Sinclair Lincoln, which I got corrected yesterday after I got off the air. And you know what, Shelly? What? I'm I'm never the kind of person that's gonna, you know, blame other people, but it's all your fault.
1: <laughs> Why? Never mind. It usually is.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> what i did see monday i started the story by saying monday i drove along and i was at 70 and zumble and i looked and i thought to myself well there's the sign for the red roof in where's the red roof in gone they knocked it down it's an empty field now and then i'm driving to west in 70 and i drive by and i look out the window and i thought to myself why is there a big excavator tearing down Dave Sinclair Lincoln? And I talked about in the air yesterday that Dave Sinclair Lincoln was Lincoln was being torn down. And one of our listeners called me to correct me and I'll tell you what's going on up there.
1: Which is pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, they're putting in a water slide. It's six forty five.
1: Yay!